Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Dr. Kid, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. So it's come to this, a movie podcast. Welcome to our podcast, folks. My name is Charlie. I'm Eric. And uh, we've got about 60 years of movie watching between us. Yes. And we've wow. got a lot to say Didn't think about, about that. it that way. Yeah, right. That's a cool... Yeah, how can you not <laughs> listen to our opinions? We've got a lot of opinions that we've formed over uh And that's a realistic years count, because we, we're older than that. So he didn't yeah. go from birth. Right. We're not counting ages one through five I wasn't, that I wasn't, year count. Yeah, if I was watching movies before I was five years old, I don't remember. My opinions on them have changed <laughs> since I was five. Let me tell you. Bambi's still very sad, though. Oh, I'm that, never, wa- that opinion I'm never watching changed. the Fox and the Hound again. Oh, exactly. That ain't, yeah, right? ain't happening. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> well, I should have <laughs> never seen that. Yes, this is this is a movie where we talk about how much... Uh, or a movie. This is a podcast where we talk about how much movies have scarred us uh-huh. uh, in our life. It's all going to be bad. It's all bad, but this is all going to be good. Uh, we're going to debut with kind of a new movie, but we are going to be talking about classic movies, obscure movies... Things we, that you may not have heard of. Yeah, we really wanted to not limit ourselves yeah. on this podcast. We've both done podcasts talking about more specific genres right. before, and we didn't want to limit this one to any kind of thing. We wanted to just, if we saw a movie and thought, we have things we could talk about for an hour about this flick, right. we wanted to be able to have that make sense within our show's framework. It will be largely horror, sci-fi, that's action. Just, that's just where our personal tastes range. Because, yeah, that's what we're into. But I also think that horror and sci-fi and these cult films are some of the best ways that people are telling stories and yeah. talking about things that are going on in the society that we live in. And this uh, movie, Us... Us. That just came out this year. It's a movie that a lot Jordan of people Peele's are seeing. Us is a popular film, but it is, again, a horror movie that takes a lot of topics on mm-hmm. and has a lot of relevance and uh, says a lot about who we are and uh, yeah. what's and going on in big, this country. And it's the big thing right now. Yeah. So, obviously... This is the horror movie that's being seen presently by teenagers all the way to old people. Right. This yeah. is like a very mainstream, but very highly watched horror movie which is always exciting for me when horror especially sci-fi reaches a lot of people yes star wars and other fantasy reaches a lot of people but horror doesn't always get the huge broad demo and these days original horror movies yeah because you know halloween came out last year and it made a lot of money but that's a franchise that's been around for 40 years it made and right probably large amount of money i don't think I think people were excited for it. I didn't think they were expecting like top five was, money maker in right. a year. Popular. There's been a Stephen King resurgence, really, uh, in the last five years. Um, but uh, us is, is is a totally original concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you're gonna get dorks saying, "Well, there was a Twilight Zone episode that oh, was yeah, very yeah, so, yeah. But, but it I'm, wasn't I'm no previous properties, no yeah. sequel. This is a reboot. It's of its anything. own thing with characters that haven't appeared." In any way. Thank you. There we go. And so I want to talk about just some of the buildup 
to this before we even get sure. to the movie. Yeah. I There's going to be a lot of spoilers in this. There will. This, this is chock full of spoilers. It's been out about a month. Uh, yeah. When if you we haven't seen out, it, so go see it. Go see it. See it in the theater. Take two hours out of your life. Yeah. yeah. Do see it in the theater if you can. The theater um, experience for this one, and we will dive in, for me was great. Yeah. And I think this is a movie that you'll want to see in the theater. There you go. Uh, it's not like a big special effects bonanza, but it's just a good way to really get absorbed yeah. into the flick. So if you're listening to this, we assume you have watched the movie. And you... and if you haven't, get out there, get at it. man. Come on. Yeah. Pause this. See the movie, and this will be waiting for this you. This might be our first episode, but maybe we should not tell people to stop listening to, <laughs> to us right off the bat. Yeah. Keep listening. That's a lot of confidence to have Guys, right out of the gate. We're here for you. To think be here that you'll for us. come back for us <laughs> after a five-minute intro. Yeah, nothing. That's, uh, we haven't proved anything at this point. I overstepped yeah. my reach. Keep keep listening, Keep guys. listening. You're going to love it. it You're going to love it. Uh, so in the buildup, uh, I don't. I weirdly don't read a lot of, about upcoming movies. Uh, so it's not like, ooh, this is going to be out in August. Like, right. I can't wait. I, I just don't do it. I just see a movie when it's literally coming out in a week. And then and I don't even watch trailers. So I just like when a movie's out, I like seeing what my options are. And I just and, like the movie to tell me what it's going to tell me. Right. And you get excited by knowing that Jordan Peele's got a movie out. And that's that, what That's kind of like enough to I was, know, uh-huh. right? After I was, Get Out. I, I loved Get Out. And obviously. And, uh, obviously. Obviously. It's a great movie. Great I movie. loved Get Out. And I loved the eyeballs that it got and respect it got mm-hmm. from non-horror publications. You know, it was an Oscar-nominated movie. He, well, he won cool. for he won. Uh, original screenplay. Who yeah. could have guessed that? Even yeah. even if you're a person who was reading about Get Out for months and excited for it, it nobody was could have realistically been like, maybe this will win Oscars. Yeah. That, so that's awesome. And I was in Third Street Cinemas, which is, as you'll hear it a lot on this show, right. is our local second-run theater uh, that we both frequent. Uh, I go there at least every two weeks, usually weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it's 375 for 375 all day, every day, every time. And these are movies that are recently in the in the theaters, um, you know, so it would be two, three weeks after, but they're still, it's all new movies. All We're fresh. not watching old movies. Yeah, so. they're usually coming to the theater a couple weeks before, to this theater, like two weeks before Redbox. Right. And so it's a great last chance to see a $3 movie, but in the theater. So... I go there a lot, and it's great. It's one of our oldest. It's probably our oldest theater in, maybe the Raven in our hometown. In, in yeah. our, but in Santa Rosa, it's the oldest theater. So I still remember it from, you know, childhood. It was the big theater in our county, <laughs> and now it's like the tiny, bargain cinema. Yeah. Uh, so I get those nice nostalgia vibes from it. But I was walking through the lobby, after one of the flicks there, and I just see the Us poster. It's probably like oh, three yeah. months ago. And all I see is, you know, the glove hand with scissors and Jordan Peele. I don't even know if it's a horror movie. I just am like, oh, don't know what this is. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was like the start of it. And so I then spent nerdily the next three months trying to avoid every single thing about us. I didn't want to see pictures. I didn't definitely didn't want to see a trailer. Yeah. Didn't want to hear a plot synopsis. You know, as far as um, 
buildups and hypes for for movies go they they did a pretty good job of not giving away too much about us okay you watched the trailer I, I, i've seen so yeah far. i saw the trailers now and, i want oddly oddly weirdly i i have not gone back to watch the trailer now yeah. i'd actually be interested in seeing it um but yeah i mean you they they show you they show you uh scenes but they don't give you really at the plot and and us is is a plot that i think is very uh much more of a metaphorical situation yeah. than than a literal point we'll, by we'll point get into that too. so it, yeah I, i'm not sure how you would have spoiled this movie in two minutes you know but um we're gonna well, spoil it in well, about 45 sometimes so what <laughs> we'll I, make it work sometimes i think the major disservice that trailers do why which is why i kind of stuff and i'm not a i don't go boycott trailers on street corners or anything i just <laughs> Right. A few years ago, several yeah, years ago yourself. now, yeah, <laughs> several years ago, I realized just like, oh, I just, I don't want to know a lot about a movie I'm seeing. Like, I'm already seeing it. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to know about it. I just want right. to know, like, in a general way, yeah, that sounds like something I'll want right. to watch. And that's all I need now. But I think the big disservice that trailers do is not necessarily spoilers, but they can set a really incorrect tone. Mm-hmm. And so people go into a movie and then leave disappointed because it wasn't what they thought it would be from the trailer. And right. that's not always the movie's fault. And so people are giving rough reviews of a movie because it didn't live up to a weird internal expectation that was shifted because of the trailer. So I kind of, I hate that. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to just let the movie deliver what it wants to say. On its terms. Totally. And there's been some weird trailers when... (laughs) when, Because a studio will manipulate a trailer to try and make it look like a movie that's popular currently. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, if you liked this movie, here's this other flick that turns out it's not at all like this movie. Well, the, the one that comes to mind is the movie It Comes at Night... Oh, yeah. Where everyone thought it was going to be a monster movie because mm-hmm. of the trailer, and then it turns out to be more of a survivalist, post-apocalyptic movie. A very minimalistic. And nobody really liked it. I think it's a fine well, movie, but no one liked it because they were it got waiting big, for a monster yeah, the whole time. It got really great critic reviews, but audiences, and this is it's funny you brought that up, when I saw it at Third Street, mm-hmm. the woman ticker taker, like the old lady that was, that was <laughs> taking the tickets, you? she warned me. Oh, man. She was like, oh... Like, she she even said, oh, it comes at night, huh? Well, we've been getting a lot of people walking out of this. And this is the only time I've been warned yeah, by the ticket taker. Where she actually said, to get a refund, you need to leave the movie within 45 minutes. Oh. And so it happened That's pretty generous. so frequently that she's like, just so you know... <laughs> there you go. Here's well, where you can get your money back. Right, point, exactly. Which I've never heard that for yeah. movie until it comes tonight. So, and, and watching it 45 minutes in, I was just like, what did people not see? Like, who wasn't hooked into yeah. this? And I, but again, going in, if, I had no expectations. You're waiting for a monster. Yeah, I had but no idea what it was about. Or uh, us doesn't really suffer from anything like that in in the hype. But yeah, cool. Um, going in not knowing anything is obviously the way to go in with this movie. And it, it's very much a movie that reveals different parts of itself throughout. Uh-huh. So it had me guessing. Uh-huh. Like movies really don't get me guessing. I know. Or, or um, I should say, I don't bother guessing. I, I just I'm, let I'm the a movie do who, its thing. Yeah, I do not. So, But this movie had me guessing and changed my mind about characters. Any and, twist that my brain's yeah. arrived at has been... I don't think hard about who the real killer is. Or if I'm watching a con man movie, 
I don't know who's actually working who. I just let the movie tell me. Right. I'm not thinking about guessing the twist. Right. It doesn't. It's not something I care about. I watch a Columbo. I want to see how Columbo solves the case. Exactly. I'm not guessing evidence. I'm letting Columbo tell me the evidence. Yes. I'm letting Jessica Fletcher tell me how she solved another Cabot Cove murder. <laughs> I don't. We're losing people. I don't <laughs> care about the guessing game. Yeah, but and, I, you know, so many movies like a, a, a M Night Shyamalan. It's like mm-hmm. you know there's gonna be twists. So you just go and you kind of just wait for the twist. This movie, I I didn't really know where the twists no, were going to come in. I didn't know what direction they were heading. And then when they do happen, they are totally unexpected. Yeah. And they make me not only just change who I, th- you know, it's not like I'm going, oh, I think now they're the bad guy and they're the bad guy. I'm going mm-hmm. like, oh, my whole concept of what this movie was talking about is now different. Yeah, it is now showing me a different um, perspective that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, and... So- yeah, sorry, go ahead. I, I want to talk about our continued build up to this cuz so I didn't I didn't see it and we ended up uh, cuz a lot of us saw it together on opening night. Yes. It at the Roxy. And that was a really fun experience. Packed theater, sold out show. Yes. And everybody was just super excited. They did giveaways, they had trivia. It was a super fun night. That was, yeah. And then we saw Halloween at the sneak screening. Because yeah. in our area, they actually did a showing of the original Halloween. And yeah, then they, they combined the two. They, they did yeah. an original showing, and then we all, as a group, walked. So we saw the original Halloween in in the Third old Street. theater, yep. Third Street. And then we all, as a big group of like 100-plus people, walked across the street to the big theater and saw the very first screening of... Uh, the new Halloween. So it was like a Thursday night screening. Yeah. And that was another thing. Sold out show. Didn't know about it. And it, so it was like the best crowd to see it with. Cause it's all the people that are the most excited. Yes. And so we're like, as us got closer and closer, we were like, we need to see this opening night. Mm-hmm. This needs to be the next one we do that for. And so, yeah, we like, I think I bought our tickets over like the second they announced the film show, you know, the screening time. We got the 10 o'clock showing right. that night. And it was like a theater of 170 with the recl- huge recliner seats. And the whole week I checked to see how it was selling. And there was like two other tickets so the whole week. And then it was two tickets. Oh, I see. And then yeah. all seven of us were the only other tickets. And uh, the day of the show, it started selling a lot. Sure, but so I was That's funny. So at that point, I was like, okay, I'm probably more amped for us than some people. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but we got a good group. Uh, we had like seven, I think seven people there, all sitting in a Our row. Group, yeah. And uh, and a lot of people in the crew had also avoided trailers and and st- visuals uh-huh. so a lot of us were going in pretty blind and i think the hype was pretty real nice. with, our, with our group and the yeah the theater was nice and packed uh it was the it was the biggest theater the biggest screen in the county uh that we got to lucky yeah. enough to see it on and that's a, that's how you got to see a big horror movie like oh this, yeah you know and this is a movie like get out when i when we saw it in the theater the movie's literally features hypnotism Hmm. And so you're seeing this giant screen where you can't look to the side and see anything else and you're getting hypnotized. And that's kind of the way us was really drew me in for the whole two hours. And I got into it. I was, I was scared. Yeah. 
I, you were. You were genuinely scared. I, was, I leaned I was, over. To, I was on the edge of my seat. You were like deep in your seat, scared. Yeah, I was like yeah. curled up in my <laughs> recliner, and uh, I'm I've becoming. Uh, you'll hear about this more episodes. Uh, I'm becoming more of a Frady cat. I think in movies, I spent so many years not being scared by movies because like monster movies don't scare me, mm-hmm. ghost movies don't scare me because. I've never had these kind of experiences before, but home invasion stuff now, which is kind of more of a trend and that kind of stuff that scares me a monster. I've never run into a monster, right? But a guy just getting into my house, (laughs) that seems like a thing that can happen very easily. Yeah. And then, yeah, on the surface, us basically starts as a home invasion horror movie. Yeah. Where the family's vacationing, People show up at the driveway. You know, there's been, obvi- you know, um, there's is, things that lead up to it. Mm-hmm. But the first And it's all of- in, it's in Santa Cruz. Yes. Which kind of added, that kind of does add to fear for me. Santa Cruz what? is a cool kind of creepy spot for And me. it's familiar. Yeah. It's very close to where, where we are. Mm-hmm. And so there's. And we love movies like The Lost Boys and uh-huh. things that are going to take Bumblebee place. Bumblebee was in Santa yeah. Cruz. And we're going to have a whole episode <laughs> talking about the bee. Man, I hope you guys like Bumblebee. It's really good, but Spoil- uh, yeah, <laughs> Bumblebee spoiler. So the, a familiar Every, was good. A familiarity it. of surroundings uh-huh. kind of adds to the horror for me, especially in a horror movie. Uh, I get you. Really yeah. helped me get into it. But yeah, I found myself in us scared enough that I like leaned over to Charlie and I was like, "I'm so scared right now. <laughs> like I'm really scared. Uh, like I was telling people within earshot, like." Oh man, like I got the popcorn right. got passed to me at one point and I realized I had just been holding the popcorn for <laughs> 10 minutes. Like I hadn't eaten any of it cuz I was just sitting there with my mouth wide open staring at the movie. Yeah. And oh, that's funny. I haven't read anything about the movie cuz I wanted to wait until we talked about it. Okay. And I didn't want my my thoughts right. perverted. We have not been watching YouTube videos on the Explaining theories. us. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, this is all coming off the dome. Cuz I just want to like talk about my, how it affected me. Yeah. But I did do. see on Facebook somebody saying like that didn't like the movie. Um and I figured I'm not going to get into a whole thing about this cuz then I saw the whole thread was like just people dumping on this oh, movie. Yeah. And I was like, nope. Not going to rush in and being like, I thought it was really great. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to be no, this isn't fun for me. Yeah. Uh, and so I read that and yeah, just the, somebody talked about how like, oh man, it was so dumb. People were laughing at the screen and I just was like, wow, I didn't get, I loved my theatrical experience. Mm-hmm. There were so many quiet, intense moments and the theater was silent. Yeah, I, you know, that's worth bringing up because so many times when you do go to an opening night, it's kids or mm-hmm. it's people who are just there to see a movie. Yeah, I'm on a date. Um, this is the new movie. So, yes, oftentimes, especially in a scary movie, it happened a lot during it. People are laughing and uh-huh. and being frightened, but in a fun teens, way. Giggly teens yeah. that are like out without parents. This was very much like if it was quiet on screen, the theater was quiet. Yeah, Very there quiet. was no people yeah. cracking any jokes or like they were reacting. There was there's some humor in the movie and people laughed with the humor. Mm-hmm. But when it was a quiet, serious moment, I know I was sitting there quiet during those moments, like eyes open, mouth open. Right. And from the room in a huge room, 
it felt like everybody was doing that. Totally. Yeah, no, I was very into it. Uh, yeah, very, very just like locked into watching. And because what happens is the home invaders turn out to be, you know, doppelgangers of these people. Yeah. So you're trying to, from that moment on, like I said earlier, I'm trying to figure out what is going on and what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, Get Out is such a obviously social commentary yeah, it's obviously an allegory um for... so i'm looking at it first i'm looking at it from a perspective of race and mm-hmm. these uh doppelgangers being the tethered and i'm thinking of being tethered to your past and the past of the country yeah. and... we are diving right into the metaphorical meaning of i mean we might as well way. right we are like, this is what yeah, this movie instead is. of describes a lot of scenes in the movie people are obviously just talking about what yeah. does this mean? Why is this important? Um, kind of but thing. yeah, in that opening scene, where or not opening scene, but that first scary inner, you know, uh, in the in invasion the mer- scene. Oh know, yeah, that, yeah, in the house. I uh, thought you were talking about just the Merlin's but, forest. Uh, uh, no, yeah, or the or the vision quest. <laughs> the vision. It was quest, vision so. quest early. Yeah, and then it gets turned into Merlin's it, forest. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, the fun house. But no, uh, that first scene where you're seeing them interacting with each other. Um, you know, obviously, I was thinking of it in one way, and then the movie progresses to a different family, a white family. Mm-hmm. They have the same thing happen to them, where doppelgangers attack, and then just kill them. Yeah, right off. It's a pretty quick, vicious. They just assault. stab them with the scissors. The and violence in this is really—it's quick and it's like loud. It's yeah. quick, shocking, and then it's over. Yeah, like there's a lot of like sudden shocks like right. that. And then it's making me think, well, why did they kill their uh, others so quickly? Mm-hmm. And this the, the black family did not. And why is the one woman, Red, who is uh, Lupita Nyong'o's mm-hmm. uh, doppelganger, who, the main, the main yeah. character, right? Right. Um, why is she talking and everyone else seems to be feral? You know, so yeah, you're there's just, a lot to think about. And, and while everything's happening, it's just like I'm taking so much of it in and trying to wrap my head around it, it i thought it really but it wasn't distracting you know no 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 yeah it was really absorbing yeah. uh it was yeah. really easy for me to get into this movie and uh like i so since i knew so little about it what's fun it was a really great moment for me during the credits opening credits uh-huh i didn't know it was lupita nyong'o who i really like oh okay well, you I didn't, didn't even know who was in it yeah i That's didn't know funny. who was in it yeah uh, looking yeah. back, I, I didn't know. I didn't know a few of the people who were in it. Which I didn't yeah, know was Tim surprising. Heidecker was in it. Yeah. So seeing Tim Heidecker's <laughs> name popped up, fourth build, fourth build, I'm immediately just like, what is? What yeah. am I getting into? This I know, is right? great. And uh, so all right, I love Lupita Nyong'o. I think she's she's got one. She's Rachel's into like fashion stuff, and she's like one of the hippest. Oh yeah. Uh, fashionistas, and mm. so she's all. So I think she's really cool. And the movie's got, you know, like a cool vibe. Right from the beginning, we started a carnival. I love nighttime carnivals oh, on yeah. film. Right. They are so cool looking and so convincingly sinister when they need to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much for me to think, like, it's about to get creepy at a night carnival. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of weirdos around. <laughs> and so it can seem both fun and immediately seem scary to me when yeah. you need it to be. And it looks great. It looks Even great going on going to film. the county fair, when it gets dark at the county fair and you're in the carnival mm-hmm. part, it's like a totally different atmosphere. I think we all probably had 
these experiences mm-hmm. growing up and getting taken to the fair. And yeah, it turns night and everything's lit up on the midway, but you're a kid. And so everything's at kid level. And at the edges of all these rides and booths, you just see dark. Yeah. At the edge of, you know, where you just don't walk. And how great was getting that the young girl in the opening, Lupita Nyong'o, as a child, mm-hmm. her character as a child, you are getting her perspective. You're seeing her watch her parents. Yeah, you get a lot of like, of her and you're exactly. Seeing, and it's, yeah, that's a, a great, lot of child visual perspective. Uh, yeah, that makes it nice and creepy. Yeah, yeah. It, puts it, creepy. <laughs> it immediately put me back into those, you know, in I was there with my parents, you know, and you're totally fine and nothing bad happened. <laughs> I was I wasn't murdered right. at a fair, but you just have that same like, you know, that weirdness, that yeah. creepiness that kind of exists on the fringes of carnivals. And I loved the whole opening with her wandering off mm-hmm. and the kid. I thought it was a really great. I was immediately in. I was hooked right, right. into this movie. And uh, the whole I was ended up hooked the whole way through. Mm-hmm. I was really into this and I was really into how this story was unfolding. Yes, and unfolding is really the way to put it. Like it's just one of those where you find out that this is not just this one house, and it's not just the neighbors. It's mm-hmm. everything. Like and and so it was. It was kind of interesting to see Jordan Peele because Get Out is such a confined, you know, yeah, in one mostly in the one location. Um, this he's he's got such an expansive. Mm-hmm. Uh, take and and it kind of that the way it kind of just builds into this whole world of things happening the the movie that i most the the similar vibe that that struck me pretty early uh was with another recent movie the invitation oh yeah i immediately got the same vibes from the invitation which i loved the invitation it's a good one yeah that I, is that I is a that gr- not just a great modern horror movie that's that's going to be going down is like a, they're going to be talking about the invitation still mm. in like twenty years. I think that'll age really well, um, and that just had a cool look and a cool isolated vibe. Uh, and then at the end, we pull back right. and see the part of the that bigger is cool picture. Ending. Yeah, and us does a really similar premise as the invitation. The more you think about it, different execution with the characters and you know mm-hmm. the others, but it pulls back earlier and more gradual it's like you get you keep getting a little bit of layer a little bit of layer and a little bit of step back until it steps back an even bigger scope right than the invitation did but a similar path yeah to get there well and you know in the interviews that he's done what i've read uh jordan peele's you know this is a, a movie about this country the united states right now yeah and and it's a big it's a big topic it's to a big take thing. on you know, it's it's he's taking on the idea that everything is us versus them now in yeah. politics, in civil, in you know, social discourse. You know, yeah, everything is red versus blue, mm-hmm. and uh, we see, you know, and, and so, but you know, that's where my brain is like trying to go while I'm watching this because I'm going, well, I thought this was going to be about confronting your past. As it related sure. purely to maybe the African American experience, that's right. And then I'm seeing no, it, it, he's talking about us right now, yeah, today, us, it, it, you it and really, me, uh-huh. it a couple really of white be- kids who you know now I think of a uh, and you brought up the idea of the Trump supporter when we were talking about this and how it's yeah. hard for us liberals mm-hmm. to understand 
someone yeah. who supports Trump, but they're the other, and they are like we are Americans. Yeah, and the, the, that was the that, big the big right? turning point in the movie. Yeah, where I was already hooked in. Like I was, I already told you the movie has the 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 scene with the girl wandering off. I think is is scary. Yeah, just the feeling of being lost as a kid. I think. This will probably come up in future podcasts. There was, I'm sure we all had moments where we got either briefly separated from our oh, parents. even for a second. It's terrifying. And it's terrifying. You look up and, it, and mom's not there. Yeah. And you turn around and she's right there. But for that second, oh, yeah. It's yeah. I think we all go through that. And you I think. last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and, and it's crazy how vividly I can remember them. Yeah. Because, like, I remember these moments more than I remember probably really terrific moments but yeah there was once where i i used the restroom at a supermarket and my dad was like all right yeah like go ahead and do this i'll be waiting in line Mm. and then i got like the door to push out of the restroom was too heavy because i was i was like five or six and i couldn't get the door open and there was a sense of panic but then a guy opened the door to use the bathroom yeah so then it's like geez looking back i'm like this five-year-old using a (laughs) freaking bathroom at the (laughs) other end of the store my dad's just like yeah it's back there I have this have memory of, remember when the food court in the downtown Santa Rosa Mall was, like, in a different spot? This would have been a long time ago. Yeah. I have this memory of, like, to go to the bathrooms there, you had to walk down this long hallway oh, that was, like, longest, a half a narrowest mile. hallway. And it's just blank back of the mall it's, hallway. It's this beige-tiled, long, oh narrow hallway. Every time it's, like, and you're just echoing footsteps. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, it's like you're it's, so creepy. It's like you're alone. And, yeah, and the, mom's like, all right, go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You walk half mile away down this long, narrow subway corridor Ooh, at night. I get shivers just thinking. Yeah. About it. Yeah. God, right? that freaking San Rosa Mall bathroom. That's what that opening does feel like. And and a lot of this, the movie just is finds a way to trigger those like yeah. feelings of intense, just dread, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, true horror, Um, you know, like really true like scared people on camera yeah um which you know i don't know i feel like there's uh there's been a lot of like uh badass uh horror victims lately mm-hmm. who who come in, who the people turn can... the tables yeah 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 and this was definitely a family that um like the dad is like gets his knee hurt and he's like limping the whole time so he's like weak and i, I and won't get too much into the kids are young and, and scared and oh yeah and, it, the terror is real yeah. on the screen and it yeah. plays into like i'm relating to these people mm-hmm. this doesn't seem like before the, the story gets too like oh this is even crazier than i thought it feels very possible yeah before it seems like oh geez i hope that's not possible um <laughs> So just like I started getting a lot of invitation vibes during mm-hmm. it, there's another movie that I was getting strong vibes for at a certain point, and it's one that you felt very strongly about. Uh-oh. In a, this is one of the more, maybe the most visceral reaction Ooh. I've seen you have towards a movie. Okay, I don't think you're seeing where I'm going with this. Oh, I right. was getting a strong Funny Games vibe. Uh huh. Which is a movie that you were like violently offended by i don't yeah you yeah, yeah. hated that i think you saw the his remake i, I saw the and remake. i will say I never saw the original it's it's a shot it's for shot, shot that's what i'm saying basically yeah. so well yeah. maybe i should see the one for four years earlier right you know at least you got the one with naomi watts and funny <laughs> games is uh i i really like michael haneke i think he's he hits feelings that no other movie maker hits because hmm. mm-hmm. he just has no problem making you feel unpleasant 
for like an hour and a half and you don't even always know why right you're just uncomfortable and they're not horror movies but they aren't dramas they're like he knows how to do unsettling and kind of really uh ugly human yeah emotion yeah and uh there's a similar and a lot of people have pretty wide-ranging opinions on funny games understandably so and i had similar thoughts during some of these like it felt pretty home invasion real yeah like like you said injuries like the dad hurts his knee uh you know the kids like are kids they can't fight back for anything they're just scared yeah and uh so it's real terror vibes and the that whole scene building up the first appearance mm-hmm. of the tethered where they're just in this vacation home and you look out the front door and it's like hey there's there's a family standing in our driveway right like Oh, they must be passing through. And you just get this like escalation of terror where it's like they're not going anywhere. They're, like they're standing here, yeah, waiting for something. And that's freaky, man. You realize yeah. how little defense you can be left with at mm-hmm. any time, any comfortable time in your life. Right. And so and they slow play that scene of it slowly escalating. And building to him like right, he you know, goes out. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go times. out there and say something. Yeah. And even from the beginning, it's like, no, don't go outside. <laughs> like, don't break that door barrier down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, th- it just ramps up slowly, but realistically and very scarily. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was scared. Yeah. And then when they do come into the house, like they have these creepy movements about them and. The facial ex- like I don't know how they did Lupita Nyong'o as Red. They just she looked so different, yeah. from when she's playing uh, whatever her main character's name is. Sure, uh, just very creepy, just very um, unsettling. And the kids are very the creepy kids are very creepy. And yeah, they kind of did a little bit too much of the like eyes looking up and smiling. There is towards that. the end. That's the famous um, Kubrick stare. Yeah, you yeah. know that like uh, people that stare past their brow. They got a little, while, look, you yeah, know, yeah, like uh, think like Full Metal Jacket or in, yeah, Full Metal yeah, Jacket or, or, or Alex uh, in Clockwork Orange, uh, Jack Nicholson, Jack yeah, exactly in, in The Shining. Yeah, Kubrick's the guy that did it. I and guess a lot so. of people do it since. Yeah. but it's like okay, we get that means you're evil and creepy. That's cool. Right. Okay, okay. Right, yeah. I, I feel like there was a little bit too much of that because I don't think the tethered were necessarily evil. Um Yeah. It, it, it's a it's a there that's a tough that, that part's tough for me because I think of all those scenes that they show them in underground as uh, I can't really take that literally. Like I have no. a hard time being like, Oh yeah, there's these tunnels and they <laughs> keep clones or some sort of doppelganger down there and then they, yeah. they have to act out what we're experiencing like it's like it's a very I see like, that as like a david lynch kind of metaphor for what's going on yeah rather than i think a lot of people for, are viewing really literally because yeah. a lot of real literal violence happens but the tunnels thing uh i think people are really taking like oh there's you know i i heard because the movie chud Yes. It's kind of you see a chud VHS right. kind of prominently during the opening uh, credits, and you know cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. You know chuds, chuds. The chuds. These guys are huds. I don't ever get the no, cannibalistic. They're not cannibalistic. Uh, yeah, they're just they're just straight huds. But so I've heard people like compare the movie to chud, hmm. and it's like 
Chud is very much a fun B movie that doesn't try. And maybe yeah. some of the criticism that people have had for us is that they they're viewing it as self-important. I didn't get that vibe myself, but maybe they're getting the like, oh well, maybe they're trying to be a smart version when right. Chud was just like, look. We got some underground mutant people, and <laughs> and they're cannibalistic. Yeah, and they're gonna yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna be crazy. You. Yeah, you know that's when the chuds came. Because I don't think if anybody's focusing on the tunnel in this movie, it's like I don't think that's really yeah. That's just a place where they need somewhere for these people to be all this time. Yeah, it's a tunnel. Great, it's a tunnel. Even and though the tunnel visuals to me looked great. Yes, I loved the layout of it. It's very, very creepy. And I think they were deliberately designed the way they were because it felt very much like, um, what would you call it? Like the projects or, Mm -hmm. or it's, you know, that section eight kind of housing that is very much a good way. I hadn't thought of this, you know, like, or, or when you see those old, you know, you're watching Serpico and it's like those old tenement kind of apartment buildings. Yeah. You know, the drugs are, I think candy man. Yeah. Candy Candy green. Oh, absolutely. uh, Uh, projects in chicago that's like exactly what that is exactly what i'm thinking of yeah hoop dreams was from that same area if if you want to actually put in a real life setting there you go you know but yeah the Candyman projects that just row housing you know you see these old british movies and so many of these like suburban british apartment complex just these like concrete Mm -hmm. row after row of the same built it's like god who I know the design council. Somebody's just like, you know what? Just stack a bunch of the same shit on top of each other, and like, <laughs> you're no like, yeah, th- I like that one. Give me forty of them all. Yeah, in a row. no thought at all. But like, <laughs> boy, this will look really bleak. Well, and, that's, uh, yeah, that's not what they're concerned about. No, right? yeah. And so us did have that kind of vibe, and the whole there's a very brief but very terrifying scene when you know we have the rabbits that have been so prevalent in the advertising I've seen. And the, right. and in the movie, just bunnies hopping around. The whole movie opens with this mute, beautiful zoom out, slow zoom out shot of just rabbits in cages. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think anybody just focusing on the tunnel aspect right. of like, you know, I'm now getting more into movies with tunnels. <laughs> like, I think that's uh the tunnels are definitely metaphorical right. here leading to the bigger allegory. Right. Yeah. Once, they're having the face-to-face sit-down with their clones. And Lupita Nyong'o's uh, evil part starts talking. Mm-hmm. You know, and she has this throaty voice, which we find out why right. later. And kind right. of a major reveal towards yes. the end of the movie. Um, that line, once the real, the Lupita Nyong'o we've been familiar with, says, Who are you? And she says, We're Americans. From right at that moment, I was like, this is a Trump thing. Uh, this is a liberal coastal elites versus the heartland thing. And I was telling everybody about that after the movie in the lobby. And like everybody else was like, yeah, I didn't think about that. I was like, what? I'm the one weirdo who's like thinking about... Uh, you always go political. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I try not to be a political guy, but what, once uh-huh. she said we're Americans... Sure. The whole movie felt like... Well, that is kind of the statement. Yeah, they're the... You know, you always hear, especially with... We've had so many presidencies in the last 20 years decided by electoral college Mm -hmm. that the popular vote result was different. And you always hear these people like, you know, we don't want to be governed by New York and L.A. You know, this is so we have our say. Say what you will about the electoral college, like rights and wrongs. You hear that. 
We don't want the liberal elites telling us in the heartland what to do. And this, you know, us, as you said earlier, it's Mm -hmm. us. It's right now. It's us. You know, we're the, and the whole movie, you already, yeah, this is us. It's not, this is us. (laughs) You, you hear that, um, complaint (laughs) other than my 600 pound life. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you hear that complaint now, it's almost become a Republican talking point to, to talk down to the, the people that went to college. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just, you know, sure. They went to schools with their, you know, they, they were learning. So they think they're better than us. Right. So it's really been played up as an us versus them. Yeah. And there, we're all still by category Americans. We all occupy, occupy the same governing bodies. Right. And, but it is and we definitely all, us we all against want them. the same thing. The thing is that, I think the tethered all they want is to have the same experiences that we have above ground. They're forced. Yeah. They're forced to kind of act them out as if like um, like we're in their head or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Elizabeth Moss's uh, tethered clone comes up, kills her, and is and then sits and puts on makeup and just has that moment where she gets to do this normal experience. Yeah, and it's like we we whether we live in the heartland or in the in the cities. 99% of us just want to have a nice, safe, yeah. comfortable existence. Exactly. You know? We just want to be a w- well-fed, have our own private space we that we can some, call our own. We want to have a roof and the things that <laughs> our make basic needs are all life convenient. Yeah. yeah, you know? We and all want that stuff. We, uh, it's like we, we've forgotten that part of it. We're just completely opposite on other also major things. Yeah. So that's what I just started feeling this that heavy vibe. throughout a lot of this yeah and uh you know that's tough we see it so much and it's obviously like you said it's only getting worse Mm -hmm. it's only becoming more and more in the forefront and impossible you know all these people that you hear that off you know like well you know the news is just so depressing i just don't watch the news anymore well like some people can't they aren't they don't they can't ignore yeah the news right now because it's about them Right. And that's only becoming a more and more bigger thing. And it's, you know, it's something that affects us all. Mm-hmm. It and, does. Whether people read, and, and people that the, think they're not like this not movie is like affected. that, where you, no one's escaping this no. phenomenon. No. Um, yeah, we all have to. <laughs> it's all going to happen. Whatever happens, it's going to happen to all of us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> ah, and that's the show, everybody. Yeah, right? No. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean... <laughs> so I loved all the pl- the way it played out, and I loved the twists in it, and I loved the reveals. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that this girl disappears away from her parents early on in the carnival, and you keep seeing flashbacks to, like, she was only gone for 15 minutes. Yes. Like, she was only out of my sight for 15 minutes. What could have happened in 15 minutes? Yes. I and, love the way those flashbacks built upon each other uh-huh. and revealed but they were, yeah, more and, and more. But And by the end of the movie, you realize, oh, shit, we're getting to see the 15 minutes. Yes. Like, this movie's been talking about the 15 minutes. We're getting to see the 15 50- so yeah. it was this moment of like we, you know, where everything's going to be revealed, and it does. And I thought it was really satisfying in that way, the way it unfolded the twists. Uh huh. And I thought everything, uh, the visuals around it were good. I just got way into it. Yeah. The movie, the movie really took me for two hours. The sound and visual. Yeah, we we got to sit in some kind of Dolby screening or something. Yeah, so it was a fa- fancy sound. Really sound great kind too, of but thing. Yeah, it's uh, it was one of the more satisfying overall movie experiences in a long time where yeah. it challenged you 
Um, maybe it didn't give you exactly what you were expecting. Or if you didn't know uh, what to expect. Or if you expect. had nothing to expect, <laughs> like it, it kept guy. giving you something different throughout the movie. Um, but yeah, Jordan Peele... Uh, whether it worked for others or knows not. knows how to tell a story. I'm so happy that it worked for me. Like, there this is go. an experience that I won't forget. Yeah. And if somebody wants to argue with me and tell me why it sucks, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with that because I had a blast cool. at our screening. Well, guys, I was scared. Eric is going to be running our Twitter, so feel free to blast him. Yeah, blast on... me. Tell me what an idiot So it's come I to am. this. We'll be on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, maybe on Instagram. You can um, just tell me what an idiot I am. Yeah, we'll be happy to this. interact with you guys there. Come find us or we'll find you. So I want... So two <laughs> things before we wrap up yeah. our us chat. Uh, I will say we're going to do mostly podcasts and episodes about movies we really liked. Oh, yeah. And so this isn't going to be like a... I don't think there's going to be a lot of time spent on, let me tell you about this movie that we saw that I hated. Right. So we're going to come off like, we like everything. That's Mikey true. Mikey likes it. He likes everything. That's true. We we both work and we have family life. We're <laughs> not going to spend hours of our lives like, let me tell you why I hated this thing. Exactly. Like, that's a waste of time. Yeah. So we only get so many Saturdays. So don't just go into this thinking like these people love everything. What a what a couple of rules. That's true. That's like, true. But we, wait for my you've got mail story oh God. because we are going to make time to hate that movie. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're still going to bring up. I think what we're going to do. I'll, is, I'll be ranting about things from time to time. If we hate time, something more than Eric, that's a ten minute segment. Yeah. If we right. love something, that's a sixty minute yeah. segment. There you go. So uh, I loved my experience with us i had such a good time and i was so scared so i'll have a story uh, later that night oh yeah oh my god so i was scared in the movie and it was fun i'm i'm really happy that i'm at a point where i get scared at movies mm -hmm. it all started when we watched the blu-rays of christine oh yeah which like you you said that that sold you on blu-ray i think right right yeah. there like that movie Everything pops so great in that movie, and it's a weirdly scary flick for mm -hmm. a completely improbable <laughs> plot. Yeah, got and, sucked into that one. Pretty and good. then we saw another episode, a uh, movie that I'd love to do an episode on, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Oh yeah, and that that's a creeper. That was a t for a TV movie from the early '80s. Some of the most scary things. Yeah, I've seen. In, in that's the kind of stuff we will be talking about on future episodes. For yeah, sure. uh, and so. In those with those two movies, it's like, oh man, am I am I starting to get scared at horror movies now? Now that I'm You're not like, so jaded now that anymore. Yeah, now that my twenties are long gone, I'm in the late thirties. It's like, man, I'm starting, starting to think to get about yourself. Scared about self preservation yeah, a little more. Yeah, starting to get scared by these movies. So I've been more of a Frady cat lately. That's funny. But uh, and which is which I open open arms welcome <laughs> the ability to be scared. It's Absolutely. so much fun to be scared in a movie. Exactly. It's so fun. It's the point of going. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so we're all talking about it afterwards, all of our group, and everybody's everybody's into it. And I'm still, like, scared. I end up in a humorous situation talking to our friend Sean, where we go, we're, we're peeing after the movie. <laughs> and we're talking about the movie, and I'm talking about, oh, man, and I love this part, and I'm peeing for an eternity because it's post-movie, and I've had a couple of beers in the movie. And... Uh, <laughs> Don't do that, kids. And I leave the, the stall, and I'm alone. <laughs> Sean bailed. Just like a, Disappeared. He took off on me. Didn't say, hey, buddy, uh, I'm done. I'm going to wait outside. <laughs> so I'm have, I'm talking all about this scary movie and, how, and why I was scared. Oh, no. And then I come out of the 
the stall and I'm alone in the bathroom. I'm like, what the first time <laughs> I'm, I'm insulted that Absolutely. he bailed on me. And then I'm like, oh, God, just left alone in this weird what bathroom. The last person on and, earth. All yeah. Of a and well, yeah. we saw the latest showing. And mm-hmm. so it was already well past midnight was at the theater. It was late. They kicked us out. They we Yeah, we closed down the theater. <laughs> and so I come out and it's this funny moment where it's just like, hey, what the hell, Sean? <laughs> Everybody's just standing around laughing and. We all laugh uh, how I just got hard Got ditched. you good. Got you good, idiot. <laughs> Looking like a real jerk over here walking out of the bathroom. Um, and so this is the first time, though, as I'm leaving the theater where I realized, like, I'm still kind of scared leaving the theater. Mm. It didn't end now that the movie's been over for a half hour and we've had a fun conversation with everyone for half hour. I'm still scared. <laughs> we get home. It's 1245 in the morning. Yeah. And our garage door is wide open. Oh, no. <laughs> wide oh, open. God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and Rachel's like, did you leave the door open? Oh, man. I've n- I've never left our garage door open. And so, of course, I'm like, I didn't think it was open. Like, we drove by it on our way out. We think we would have noticed if it was open. Oh, my God. And here's our long, dark garage, wide open at 1245 a.m. Mm. And so Rachel's saying all the wrong things because <laughs> she doesn't get horror tropes, apparently. Right. She's only watched them for a zillion right. years. She's she's just seen us, and yeah. it doesn't occur to her. And so she's saying, like, yeah, all the, like, did you leave it open? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember it being open. And then she's like, oh God. you know, you should go in there and make sure. And like, yeah, good suggestion. <laughs> I'll just just waltz on in there. Hey. <laughs> and so I'm going through this real life horse narrow where you're telling yourself, like, this is funny. Like, this is a funny like laugh about this. Oh, but I can't deny how actually scared I am. And so she's like, here, hold up my cell phone light and you can look in there so now i'm the person in the horror movie with a limited light source no, stepping no. into the darkness peering around and i am like so and you've got like bookshelves up that you're yeah. looking around right yeah. so many little places to hide yeah. in this garage and i am undeniably scared oh, no. to death doing this nothing ends up happening yeah. nobody was in there of course. The garage, of course. Nothing. Yeah. I'm doing this stupid podcast, so obviously <laughs> I'm fine. You made it. Homer, the people had to write the story in the Reader's <laughs> Digest. <laughs> you, you have to know they survived. But uh, that's the power, right? But, dude, uh, I, I was... That's funny. I, have, I cannot remember the last time I left a movie and had a continued scary experience that's funny. the rest of the evening. Very scared. So just coming home to my dark house was scary. So I will never forget, even if my opinion wildly changes on us over the years, like I will never be able to deny that it scared me to death. Like first night, loved it. Thank you, Jordan Peele. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in, man. Whatever uh, any other horror movies this guy wants to do. uh, I can't wait for the Twilight Zone that he's going to be hosting and I'm assuming producing and having a hand in and. I don't know how to get CBS All Access, but I'm going to figure it out so that I can watch Twilight Zone, the original. And you can one of my favorites. And once you're, you can time. watch all your episodes of Blue Bloods, all Absolutely. your NCIS. Once you have all, my, all yeah. access to I'm, CBS, I'm going to get my all CBS access and put that baby to use. Um, again, as somebody who you're going to hear that I just don't 
read much about stuff in advance. I don't, yeah, you know, I don't go well, seeking the Twilight that kind Zone of thing. Is a series, so uh... I know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, without knowing much about what he plans for it with the Twilight Zone, I will say, feels like a tough order comparatively. Do an actual yeah. series like TV because we've had now stuff like Black Mirror that's really taken up the level. Absolutely. Of that kind of isolated sci-fi miniseries. I think we'll see. I think we'll see a different Twilight Zone than we're used to. I think the stories are going to be a little bit more out there. Um, yeah, I've only seen like a few like thirty-second little promo clips or whatever. I'm, I'm trying not to watch too much about it as well. Yeah. I think they're remaking some classic episodes, but I think they're going to give them a, a modern twist. See, I, you know, that wouldn't surprise. I think me. that we'll seems see. like we'll much see. a much bigger hurdle. But I'm not going to blame Jordan Peele if it doesn't come out too yeah, good. I mean, I'm still going to have I faith think, in the guy. I heard he didn't even want to host it. Like, oh, wow. You know, because that just trying to fill Rod Serling's shoes. Sure. You know, that is a task. Well, I think no one wants to. I think that's on. why my my initial thoughts are that's going to be a tough, tough gambit, because as you know, yeah. uh, those original Twilight Zone episodes hold up great. Oh, yeah. I mean, those still are those I, are those are intense. I think those are still on Netflix, and you know, it's mm-hmm. one of those where late at night, I don't know what to watch. I'll pop on two or three Twilight Zone episodes at random, and just yeah, it, they're always great. There's some one of the very best, cool maybe the story. best show ever, right up. That there. would be a tough one to talk. That's a, that's for another time. Jeez. We'll do our Twilight Zone episode we later. Can break down a whole when we see the series on that. Yeah, but oh, yeah, so just affiliating with the name that's already a tough hurdle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas, I mean, I'm excited for the guy. This guy's really giving me some of my favorite. I think uh, this guy's horror. going places. I think this kid, this kid's got a shot. <laughs> this kid's got a. You shot heard it from something. us. You heard it here. He's getting this, so it's come to this stamp. Yeah, right now. But no, great experience. I'm so happy. I like. I said, I did hear people having like a oh, a bunch of kids were making jokes the whole time. I'm uh, so thankful that our theater was like yeah. everybody felt lockstep. Yeah, like we were 170 people there. For the same reason, awesome. wanting to get scared and excited to see this, the the coolest kind of theater experience. That's why is. movies are the best. Yeah, that's I why we're it. doing this. Yeah, that's man. why we talk so much ah, about it. Ooh, love it. I'm into it. All right. So, yeah. Well, this is uh, this is us. This is us. <laughs> so it's come to this. Thursdays on NBC. <laughs> I'm <Hello>. Charlie. <laughs> I'm Eric. Thank, Thank you. you. There's yeah. gonna be a ton more of these. This is a new project for us that uh, we've really do. We've been talking about this, doing this for a long time. And we finally just dove in. We're, and here, we, have, uh, we're here to have a good time. We and can't we hope wait you to do too, share yeah. movie love with you guys. It's exactly. going to be great. Exactly. So yeah, come back for more. I hope you dug this episode. Yeah, find us on social media. Uh, give us a bunch of shit. You know, uh, <laughs> We're great. It'll we be love fun. talking about it'll movies. Be fun. Yeah, we'll we, movies we're always up to talk about movies. And we will continue to talk about movies. Until Stay next here. time. Until next time. Right? Love it. Good night. <laughs>